a hop, a hip, a hip to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop for rock until the medium clever. We're styling and profiling here, medium clever studios. People's champ is in the house. Sean Stewart's in the house. Check one, two. Brett Medill's in the house. Check, check it, check. Speak up for yourself, people's champ. Check, check. Hello, check. there he Hello, is. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Brant Bobby, Test people's one, two. champ. Minding the switches, one, two, three. minding the knobs, minding the levels, and uh, moistening your drawers with his dulcet tones. Can you guys hear me? Are you, do I? Can you hear me? Hello, guys. Can you hear guys, me now? I'm scared. Can you hear me now? Oh, okay. Here's. I, let me tell you. Okay, I, I've played way too much Battlefield Four recently, but I want to <laughs> tell you about what made me decide that I definitely need to either stop, stop completely playing video games or at least very least drastically drastically cut down now and, and, and honestly I, it was an experience not altogether that different than uh, thousands of other experiences that I've had playing video games online in particular so I'm online shooting strangers okay sounds about right and uh, I've got my headset on for some reason because I guess I'm a sadomasochist. Oh, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, that wait. depends. It's it's a oh, it's, no, a, it's a gamble, what? really. Actually, I, I I wasn't even wearing the headset, but with Battlefield Four, you put yourself in a squad when you're playing online, and it gives right. you a tactical advantage. But it has the downside of being able to hear the people in your squad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Most of the time, they're not talking, so you don't even bother or anything. That's like that. nice. Well, right? I mean, because most people on Xbox aren't using their microphones, right? And it's a gamble too. Like, if people are using their mics, they're either you know actually playing the game, which is nice, which is what you want, or they're just being racist and homophobic and loud. Well, those are the extremes. I definitely got into a squad with some guys one day where I played for a couple of hours, where it was like we were working together and we were just owning map yeah, after map. It, that's and the that's best. really fun. But then it's just like, I'm just playing, just, you know, just grinding away. It's like, hey, I'm awake, and I don't want to think of a thing to do, so I'll just turn on these lights and, and pick up this thing. And, uh, and it's just, you know, I'm sitting there just kind of like zoned out playing. Uh, somebody and, actually uh, said that? No, that's oh. my no, that's that, process. That is what I'm saying my thought process was, essentially. Oh, I, I want to look at some pretty lights for a while. Uh, hey, should I put in the effort to figure out a productive use for my time or just hit some buttons for a while. Oh, buttons, 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 buttons Yay, all day. Buttons. Uh, so, but this was, like I said, not really all, it's a pretty stereotypical experience just playing some shooting stranger games and, uh, and someone, I mean, it's an etiquette thing with your microphone that uh, some people just don't turn their microphones off when, you know, like when I use my headset, I also use the little switch that turns it off and on when I do or do not have things to say. Right. Or, you know, if there's someone else in the room with me that I need to speak to, I, I click my microphone off. But some people don't do this. Some people, That's true. Some people do not do this. Some people have a lack of etiquette. But I, and one of these people interfered with my game experience. Uh, I'm just sitting there, you know, playing the game, zoned out, and I was shocked out of it by this person. Just... Devin! Hey, hey, Devin, get your phone! Hey! 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 Hey, Devin! Devin! Dev, get, get your phone! Get your phone! Get your phone, Devin! Hey, 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 hey! 
Hey, 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 so does this get, make you get mad? Your phone, get, get your phone, Devin! Get your phone! Devin! You know, and I just, I just was like, oh. And it kind of frustrated you, or you were totally cool with it? I was just like, these are my peers, you know? This is who I'm playing with. This is my life. I am like these people. I was just hearing that line from that really oh. old, I was just hearing, one of us, one of us. That's what was <laughs> happening in my head. And I'm just like, no, no. You can't do to that end. to yourself, This Brett. is who this you has. are now. Yeah, it was one of the, it was a watershed moment where I had to decide. I was like, "Well, is that going to be who I am?" Or this is the last. It was like this. This is my last chance to avert a crisis of some sort. Like this could like the this could be the end. Like the last gasp. Like uh, like there was a free diver who set the world record uh, a few weeks ago, and he died like immediately after. Uh, so he di- he dived dove really 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 deep, right? And there was a moment where he like stopped and almost turned back, and then he went even further. Oh shit! And, well, that's, and, that was his first mistake, and that's why, and that's essentially why he died. He may have lived if he had uh, if he had just if he had just turned back at that moment where he paused. Yep. He may have lived. He would probably be here right now talking with us. And what I'm saying is I, and I'm equating my experience to that. When I heard this, De- hey, Devin, get your phone, was that was my moment where I paused. But you know what? You just kept going. I, I had it on earlier today. I had it on last <laughs> night. So Do you have the bends right now? I've got a feeling like I've got a, I got a serious nitrogen problem. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, um, yeah. Going on here. You got a, you got a, uh, um, and that is my favorite Radiohead album, the Benz. Yeah, I think so. When I'm they were a still a ro- when they were still a rock band. I'm a fan of OK Computer. Oh, when they when, were when they weren't a rock band. Anymore. When yeah, when they were. It's okay. Off. They were just a different because thing. Because I a different honestly kind of believe band. that Paranoid Android is one of the best songs ever made. That's cool. I'm not going to take that's, issue with that's that. That's my that's my opinion. I don't have some sort of irrational. I I'd like may I I wish I could share some sort of irrational hatred for it for, <laughs> for comedic purposes. Fuck Paranoid Android. But I don't. I mean, okay. Fitter, happier parts? is way better. I think the video was probably really... Oh, yeah, the video was messed right up. Radiohead is a pretentious band. That's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing, but they're real pretentious. Hey, and, and just a word. If your name is Thomas and you want to go as Tom, just drop the H. Just drop it. There's, come on. Yeah. And we all we see what you're trying to do. We understand. You're already wearing a funny hat. You don't need to also keep having the H. Like we, right. we get it. Drop the E in York while you're at it too, because it's silent. Nobody needs it. Yeah, come it's on. It's just an extra. It's just extra get with ink. the program. And like, no one, no on. one, no one believes that that guy's real name is Johnny Greenwood or whatever. Like that's made up. Go yeah. by your real name, Johnny Nargan Snutch or whatever any British real <laughs> name you have. A <laughs> little bit of a little bit of a derailment. But. Nigel Crop Swallow or whatever. <laughs> we know what you're reading. Oh, who's the kid on. from uh, Ender's Game? I don't know. He has a he has a super British name. Is it too. like is I, I want an Angus. It's Butterfield. Uh, Butterfield is what it is. <laughs> Something Butterfield. Asa. Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield. That's what it is. <laughs> Could you get more British aside from Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch? Let's say which a, is probably like the ultimate British name. Let's say it together, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. It's a really satisfying name. It is. It's so good, and the guy is so Quite. fucking awesome too. Quite. 
Benny is the best fucking actor. Like, if a load of jizz tasted as good in my mouth as saying the name Benedict Cumberbatch did coming out of it, right? I would be super, super gay. You'd be. I would be sucking you'd dick. Be so into dicks. I would suck dick all day long if Cumberbatch felt as good going in as it felt coming out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just, that's all you know. It's a it's a simple. I'm a simple man. It's a simple yeah. premise, you know. But simple man, simple tastes. Yeah. <laughs> Someone described Benedict's voice as uh, a jaguar hiding inside of a cello, Ooh. which I think is extremely accurate and sexy. You know when you, that's the power of language when you when you manage to put language together to describe something perfectly. Yeah. You form, you, you, you crystallize someone else's idea of that thing. Like right now, anyone who hears that's probably never going to be able to think of Benedict Cumberbatch's voice any other way. No. Yeah. As soon as you hear that, you're picturing like a Jaguar just like strumming on those little, little, uh, strings of the cello he's, as he's, uh, you know, flapping his gums <laughs> talking about, I don't know, mysteries or something. Yeah. Whatever he does on Sherlock. He's so fucking cool that he plays a cello without a bow. Yep. That's how he, he rolls. He plays it with a jaguar. Benedict Cumberbatch's new album of cello music. Uh, he's bowing the cello with a live jaguar. Yep. While driving a jaguar. <laughs> it's while very playing. British. Very British. While playing Atari Jaguar. <laughs> Because that wasn't a terrible idea. Yeah, guess what? We just came up with an ad for something that will outdo Jean-Claude Van Damme's dumb bullshit or whatever. Dude, no, that, the, the, you're talking about the splits? What else could I possibly the, be talking about? That was about? pretty fucking cool, you gotta admit. Yeah, no. I mean, cool. sure, there were safety lines and blah, 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 blah. You know but what? But it's still pretty fucking cool. I would go so far as to say that's the best film Jean-Claude Van Damme's ever made. <laughs> I'll second that. Mostly. No, you know what? Bloodsport was pretty good. I like. Yeah, I've got a so- I've got a soft nostalgic TBS child's heart spot for for Bloodsport. Yeah, and definitely. the and the meathead guy uh, who was in uh, what else was he in? Was he in? Oh, he was in Revenge of the Nerds. His like meathead buddy who oh the big who dude. gets put in the hospital in Bloodsport. Fuck, I don't the even... American guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. You know what? Kate, isn't it great how Jean Claude Van Damme? It's like. He refuses to learn how to speak English. So we're going to make up some excuse of where he's from in every different movie. He's from like a different place. He's like, he's, yeah. uh, he's always, he's always got to be French Canadian or, 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 French. or Cajun. <laughs> they try to be like, no, he's from Louisiana. That's why he sounds like he's got a mouthful of grenades or like he's or just, gumbo. I don't know what's going on. He's got a mouthful of zombies, man. <laughs> he's, he's Cajun. Raging Cajun. He's got a po' boy. He's got a catfish po' boy. A lot of his movies are the same, too. Like, The Quest is basically like a shot-for-shot remake of Bloodsport. Except it takes place in the French Foreign Legion or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, (laughs) different locales, but same basic premise, same basic 
fight scenes. Guess what? That's because the quest came 10 years after uh, uh, Bloodsport when people had already grown tired of Jean-Claude Van Damme's <laughs> shtick. And he went, hey, people liked Bloodsport. Let's just do that again. I'll but they'd already done sport. But they'd already done Bloodsport 2 without Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> oh, they made like three Bloodsports. So, yeah, because he was getting paid more money to make movies where he, like... Uh, has to escape from the Bell Center in Montreal. <laughs> or save a hockey arena from the fucking, from the bomb. That's the That's one what I, you're talking about? Yeah, okay. that's right. Fuck. Boom, sudden death. Mother. Sudden death. He played a twi- himself and his own twin <laughs> yeah. in more than one movie. <laughs> There's double impact where he definitely plays a set of twins, which is a terrible idea for every movie. Like, yeah. never is that a good idea. No matter how Eddie Murphy you are, that's a bad idea. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then also in a movie I will always remember, because I had a thing for Natasha Henstridge when I was 13, mm-hmm. uh, didn't we all? Uh, Fort McMurray's best. Uh, uh, she was in a movie called Maximum Risk with uh, Jean-Claude. And in the opening, you see Jean-Claude Van Damme get killed. Oh. But that's his long-lost brother to the Jean-Claude Van Damme that we're actually going to be following the whole oh. movie. But it's like a long-lost brother he didn't know about, yet he still like uh, gets involved in like the getting to the bottom of things. Right. Or maybe someone also like tries to kill him because they mistake him for his brother or something like that. Of course. But he bangs Natasha Henstridge in like a motel bathroom while like two private detectives are sitting on beds outside. Oh, nice. And uh, it was one of those formative moments of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> one of those uh, many rewound scenes of your childhood? Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. Boobies. Remember VHS guys? Yeah. That boobies. Was, that was great. I don't even know what it must be like now. DVDs. It's hard, it's hard to imagine children yeah. coming up, getting exposed to whatever, whenever, and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, now you can Google. Like, I had to work Natasha really Hensridge. hard to get like that transparent topless shot of Tiffany Amber Thiessen 15 years ago. Yeah. That was, was a t- Photoshop that was a, nudies. That was a tough thing to do. No, it was real. No, I'm just saying like Photoshop nudies were, oh. you know, a thing back then. Yeah. Before, you know. Porn. Oh, they still are. Oh, still do a, a Google yeah, search so. of any female <laughs> celebrity and you will find obvious, horrible. You will see them poorly photoshopped. You will and do see them poorly photoshopped into the most disgusting thing. <laughs> like, just not even like, hey, we just, here's now she's naked. It's just like, here she is with 14 dicks in her. Like, no, oh. like, no thanks. That's not, no one needs to. <laughs> see the Olsen twins in that fashion. Yeah. If you're still on board at this point, let's just let's just openly address our audience as Justin Gordon from now on. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Justin. Because it's clearly, well, he's our only audience. Mark Legace. Hey, maybe Mark Legace. Hey, hey former hey guests of Medium Clever, thanks Welcome. for tuning in. Thanks for some staying of you. with us. Welcome back. We're building our audience slowly, one guest at a time, with per episode. Per episode. But not episodes like this, where there's no guest. Yeah, you you think we have you on the show because we want you here? No, we want you on the show because then you'll have to listen. One then, of us, because then One maybe you'll listen. People in the general public are not likely to listen. Former guests, twenty five percent likely to listen. So we're just we're just pursuing the marketing strategy that we feel is most successful for our brand at this stage in its development. You Absolutely. know. We're we're in a we're an emerging brand, Sean. Medium Clever is a profile that has uh, has a lot of building to do. Yeah. You know, we still haven't found our our perfect audience. 
Or Audis, which, really. Uh, we haven't found Audis Our either. favorite Audians, which are people who, who own Audis. Who own Audis, of course. <laughs> uh, which, so, uh, welcome back to Audi Talk with Brett and Sean. <laughs> Um, I like uh, the 2011 model. You know, if we, if we talk about Audis enough, will someone give us an Audi? Like, Dan Maybe. Harmon has a podcast. I mean, also, Dan Harmon made, has made four to five seasons of a show and then right. other things as well. But on his podcast recently, he was, he was like, he became a member of like the, um, oh, fuck, what's the vodka he's always drinking? See now I can't even remember it. I, I bought a bottle of it last year. I, I guess it didn't and work drank as well way, as it way, way too, too, too much of it. It's no, I, I will remember it. It's um. <laughs> anyway, they like inducted him into like their their super marketing club, so that he gets like free vodka. He gets his like free, just free cases of vodka sent to him because because he's always drinking um that vodka. <laughs> Good you know what I'm always drinking? <laughs> Half pint, stir stick stout, now available in your local liquor stores. You know, Half pints. We're the just best. gonna we're gonna be start we're just gonna start making unlicensed like pitch like un- unrequested pitch ads yeah. that are just be posted to to mediumclever.com. Apple. Oh man, you guys, my jaw <laughs> is Apple. hurting. Oh, it feels like I got man. punched in the jaw. I don't know what's going on, but you know what's killing the pain? Oragel. Oragel, now available in your pharmacies. <laughs> Apply, directly. Apply directly to the forehead. Yes. And tooth. Mm. Or wherever. Anywhere, this is really. tasty. Did you ha- how are you guys enjoying your drinks? You having a ta- you enjoying your drinks? I, I did enjoy my drink, yes. Thank you oh very my much. god. You know, there's not there's there's just there's not enough cheese flavored energy beverages out there. You it's guys. true. You'd think and there'd be more. I I you know I would I would downright expect there to be a whole cornucopia of different cheese flavored beverages because from what I can tell, people love cheese. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think I'm wrong in saying people love cheese. People love energy beverages. Why not more cheese based energy beverages? Well, Munster Energy Beverage. You know, that's that's really I just I just want to make sure that I give a shout out here briefly to Munster Energy Beverage. It, yeah, definitely. It is it's the Germanist. And uh It definitely is Germanist. It's the Germanist of the, the energy Germanist. beverages Absolutely. and it's the cheesiest as well. And you know, it's just it's it's certainly what helps me maintain my girlish figure. <laughs> so was that smoked Munster? Like cause that it kind of had a smoky taste to it. Well, I don't know. I got a variety pack here. Okay. Yeah, because so it might have been the smoked Monster Energy drink, or it could have been the uh, pomegranate smoked uh, Monster Energy drink. And then what is that? Applewood on on the other one? I think there was an applewood in there. Oh, yeah, wow. there's a couple of fruit blends too, for sure, like a cheese and fruit energy. No, drink yeah, because like it's a really, you know, it's an energy drink for the highbrow consumer. Absolutely, I feel I feel much better about myself just drinking it like everybody knows that energy drinks like sure sure kids are drinking energy drinks yeah. sure students are drinking energy drinks of course sure extreme snowboard athletes are drinking energy drinks they've always been drinking energy drinks right. but why why aren't uh why aren't executives drinking energy drinks because there's no cheese and fruit energy drinks for them on the market until now until now Munster, it's the Germanist fruit cheese blends. I don't know, like it, get, it puts that pep in your step. It, uh, you definitely feel peppier, that's for sure. Yeah, it's good stuff, you guys. Taurine, check it out. Taurine, 
caffeine, any Tons kind of, of caffeine. E- it's got lots of eens. A lot of eens. Actually, there's one ean I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's called desomorphine. Desomorphine. Deso- so it's some sort of morphine. like... Some well, sort it's of a like drug. You might know ish. it as crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. Which is uh, All, he, a he, very fucking weird drug. I'll tell you everything I know about crocodile. Okay. Apparently it rots you. That's yes. it. That's all I know. That's all you really need to know, it's, really. <laughs> it's some sort of an opiate, I think. No, it's uh, what it is, is codeine. Uh, That's an opiate. Chemi- okay, well, yeah, I guess so. Codeine mixed with iodine, red phosphorus, and uh, something else awful for you. No, I think that's it. But essentially, it was created in the early 2000s as a way to uh, make an alternative for heroin. Because <laughs> that's basically what it, it the effects of it does on your body. It, it's basically a shitty version of heroin. Okay. And if it's not pure, which it isn't in most cases, it can cause gangrene on your arms <sighs> and melt your skin. <laughs> Now, so it's like heroin, but it's made it's of like shittier heroin. It's like heroin that's five that's times made more of, dangerous. But it's it's like heroin made of oven cleaner. Ascent, yeah, basically, <laughs> we made this with Tylenol, with super Tylenol and oven cleaner. Shoot it in your veins. Everybody we took a road eat. flare, some cough medicine, <laughs> and some cleaning solvent, and we put it into one convenient drug to shoot in your arms. C- call me back when it's cheese and fruit flavor. Yeah, exactly. And with a little bit of taurine in it. Yeah, it'll put that pep in your step. <laughs> but what I want to know is, who is so desperate to get high that they're willing to inject acid into their arms? Is it cheaper than heroin? I imagine it's cheaper and it's a lot faster to produce than heroin. It takes about half an hour to an hour to prepare. And you oh want to use it when it's fresh because oh my God. you don't want more byproducts in it there. It denatures quickly? Yeah, I believe it denatures quickly. So but, so do you think that, so is it, is it plausible that there are people out there who think they're buying heroin, that are buying crocodile? Oh, most definitely. That's, I guarantee that's, that's probably happening right now. That's probably how it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. We got heroin here, or we got cheaper heroin. No, 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 no. They won't even or, say cheaper heroin. Yeah, I heroin. guess so. They'd just be like, here's heroin. Oh, no, it's crocodile. <laughs> or crocodile. I'm, I'm going to call it crocodile because it kind of looks like crocodile. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like that's some fucked up stuff. Like, it takes half an hour to make. It's just messed up. Like, because it, <laughs> I can't even do absinthe properly. And that takes like five <laughs> minutes. I'm not going to sit there for half an hour mixing up some road flares and cough syrup <laughs> just to get a high that's similar to heroin when you can just buy heroin and have, like, less danger. <laughs> I could barbecue these ribs or I could make a couple of batches of horrifying drugs. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, you, you want to get high? I got this drug that can make you fucked up. Yeah. It's like ecstasy Ooh. meets crack. Oh, my God. Meets MDMA, oh. all wrapped up into one, man. Mm. But there's one catch. There's a 10% chance your genitals will fall <laughs> off. Oh, sign me up. Even if you're a woman, it's just beef tongues that fall in your pants. Uh, just 10%? Just 10% chance, man. I take that chance, right, man. Just once, you know. <laughs> <laughs> once, you st- once you pop, you just can't stop. No. There's still a 10% chance, though. That's... <laughs> Pretty disgusting. That's uh, that. I just never. I can never think of myself to be so desperate to you know 
to get that high. I don't know. Just do heroin. Seriously, just do it. Sure, it's dangerous and deadly, but a lot less dangerous and deadly than crocodile. Let's let's be honest here. All the drugs that you've been told to avoid are less dangerous than you have been led to believe. Yeah. That is a fact. Absolutely. There are many heroin and cocaine. There are many hard drug users that live absolutely, completely productive lives. Yep. The absolutely. ones that you see are the ones who do not. Yeah, yeah, basically. However, most people who use heroin use it like once a month or every few months, and that's like a thing they do. I'm not advocating for that at no. all, but I'm saying that those drugs are definitely less harmful than everyone wants to believe. And the NSA can, can just take that. NSA, you can suck my dick NSA, if you're listening. And our uh, hello NSA and former guests of Medium Club. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. My mom's not even listening to this. Anymore. <laughs> no, she she cut out on like She's, the second not. episode. Come on. Have you listened to it, Sean? They're not, Which one? Like your any of it? Like any of our, it? Our parents aren't. You know, if you were your parents, you would listen to it. and You'd be like, no, that's no, that's yeah, good I for him. Condone this shit. That's good for him, if but my, not for me. If my kid was doing this, I'd be like. This is fucking stupid. Be like, where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah. I sh- guess I should have hit him more. I don't know. That's a conversation that I have with my parents every night. It's, uh, <laughs> not should've hit me more. <laughs> should have hit me more, guys. Look what I've become. Look at this. Look at this. Look what I'm doing. Look at this. Come on. I think this is a good thing. What? Yeah. Yeah. What I'm doing. Yeah. What, this right here. I think it's good. <laughs> They're like, ah. Oh. Should have yeah. used this trap. <laughs> <laughs> Should have locked me in from the inside yeah. of my room. Oh, I got another drug story for you, Sean. Okay. I don't remember where it was. It was in, I, I want to say North Dakota because fuck North Dakota. Yeah. But, uh, or maybe it was Montana or something. But this girl who, I don't remember how old she was, 21 or something like that. She, uh, she gets in a car accident and uh, the cops haul her away, right? And uh, <laughs> Typical. Well, no, like, I don't remember. She might have been drunk or something or did something stupid, but, like, she did something wrong, and she got into a car accident. And, of course. Uh, so she's getting away, and uh, and uh, she's just, like, when she gets taken out of the police car, there's mm-hmm. just, like, all this blood in the back seat, and, and like, she's dripping blood, and she says that she's on her period or whatever. And, uh, okay. And they... Like, cause they inquire, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why and is then there it's blood like, everywhere? And then it's like, oh wait, now there's blood. No wait, no, there's blood everywhere. This isn't a period. What's going on? Oh, oh, oh. And then she admits that she had like a oh, oh, I had a, a meth pipe hidden in my vagina, uh, and in no. that accident, it got smashed. No. And so she was getting all cut up insides uh, of her, insides of her, inside of her goods parts. That's that's and no good. Uh, <sighs> let's, let's go over some quick rules for, uh, where to put things and what things are appropriate for smuggling inside of your body. Yeah. Glass. Glass. Negative. <laughs> not That's a big no. on the list. Big no. Actually kind of first on the list of th- things yeah. not to put inside your Absolutely. body. Absolutely. Like if you watched any, uh, program on television, uh, that has the title that's something like, most shocking medical blanks. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. Guarantee at some point it's going to be like, I don't, no one knows how this, l- he says he fell on the light bulb. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on. 
I, I'm not gonna. I'm not advocating for ass play. I'm no. not advocating for no ass play. But if you're going to do it, you have to be a little more like. Make sure glasses out of the picture. We have the internet. You can anonymously buy all of the butt plugs that you want that are made for that. Yep. Like, go for it. Go nuts. Buy all the butt plugs you want if you want to use butt plugs. And then just keep, like, the markers and the light bulbs and the vegetables out of you. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a butt plug right now. Can I just endorse them real quick? Maybe I can... uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Grand Canyon. <laughs> See the view from the top. <laughs> I got to say, pooping has been a lot easier, you guys. <laughs> so anyways, Brent, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, Sean. <laughs> Grand Canyon. Oh, oh, you win. Grand Ca- episode 23, Grand Canyon, or whatever. Oh, fuck. Episode 25? Grand, Grand 24. Can- 124 Grand, now. Grand Canyon butthole. <laughs> Grand Canyon butt plugs. Oh, fuck. Wave of the future. Thank you, Sean. I want to thank you for that. Yeah, piece, no of, piece of brilliance. Fucking, you can take donkey rides onto it and <laughs> go all the way down. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> donkey rides. Sean, you're the best. I do it again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm going to have a hard time thinking of anything else. <laughs> oh. Speaking of water, SeaWorld uh, has been in the news a lot more lately, mostly in, in negatively. Yeah, that's and, what I've uh, heard. But they've, they've had these, apparently people, apparently, I didn't even know that SeaWorld had concerts. But yeah, me neither, actually. Like, I didn't know that was a thing where it was like, come down to SeaWorld, touch a dolphin, enjoy the bare naked ladies. We've got Sky playing. <laughs> Don't worry, kids. Touch a devil ray. Listen to Sugar Ray. <laughs> We couldn't get Mark McGrath though. He's too. He's yeah, too, it's Sugar Gray minus Mark McGrath. Yeah. He's got, too busy doing TSN sports replays or they've something. They've got Donnie Wahlberg instead. Oh, I'd go see Sugar Ray with Donnie Wahlberg leading. <laughs> I always thought Just that, that out there. I always thought Mark McGrath, and I, I think there was a brief moment in my life where I got Mark McGrath and Mark Wahlberg mixed up. <laughs> like bef- like in That's like nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. And then, like, I watched the big hit, and it was like, okay, that's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, there's a diff- yeah. But, like, yeah, definitely there was a moment where it was like, Mark Wahlberg, Mark McGrath, I'm not sure which of those people I'm talking about right now. Yeah, for sure. But, <laughs> uh, hey, watch us stab an orca and listen to Meredith Brooks. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Yeah. I'm a Ouch. bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a... Yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you yeah, just but did. Heart and the Bare Naked Ladies, and Willie Nelson, who I just want to point out, three paragons of virtue. Definitely. They all canceled shows at SeaWorld. Why? What? Is it because they disagree with something that's happening at SeaWorld? No, it's not. Really? It's because their fans started petitions. Oh, really? <laughs> it's because 
It's not because SeaWorld's money is no good. It's because SeaWorld's money is no good if there's going to be a backlash. I guess so. It's very, very like... It's not like, oh, we accepted this job and then I saw a blackfish and now I don't want it anymore. Like, they're trying really hard to make it sound like it's that. Like it's blackfish's fault. But what it is is the Bare Naked Ladies were going to play in Florida at SeaWorld Mm -hmm. and a fan in Ontario started a petition like that was like, fuck that. And it created enough pressure that the Bare Naked Ladies are like, okay, we're not going to play in SeaWorld then. But you know wow. what? I'll tell you what. If Rihanna wanted to play at SeaWorld and they were like, well, there's a petition. You shouldn't play SeaWorld. She'd be like, she would go and play SeaWorld and then people would be cool with SeaWorld again. She would play SeaWorld twice and probably kill a seal. Yeah, like J- like Kanye West. <laughs> what would Kanye West do Kanye West would... Uh, oh, fuck. What would he do? It's hard to even imagine. I mean, he'd... He'd probably actively make a seal into a Gucci bag on stage. Very possible. Like he would have, he would, he would call the show. Uh, that's Gucci's not the right. He he Louis Vuitton. It, uh, the show would be called Louis Vuitton Louis Vuitton by Kanye West, <laughs> and that he would lure a seal on stage, and it would be it would be killed, butchered, and turned into handbags by some Italians while Kanye rapped. Yeah. For sure. And then at the end of the show... Some dolphins would jump up in the air and Yeah, do and they would... And then uh, they would sell the... They would auction off the handbags made out of the seal to the crowd. And the proceeds would go to PETA. <laughs> <laughs> because it's for charity. Because Kanye cares. For, for PETA and the ALF. <laughs> the ALF. Who are both affiliate... Like, people in, like, the higher-ups in PETA are affiliated with people in the ALF. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, keep donating, I guess. (laughs) 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 Fucking make sure your money goes to uh, psychopaths at firebomb laboratories. I'm sure it had a lot, uh, I'm sure it has a lot of the same kind of feelings as uh, some of the politics in Ireland has had. Like, hey, wait, like, we voted for that guy. They've, this, this guy's got ties to the IRA. And he's the gover- in the government. Well, okay. Uh, nothing, well, uh, nothing to see here. <laughs> well, I guess we shouldn't uh, say anything about it. No, because that guy's got ties to the IRA. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had some problems with organized crime. I was smuggling for a while. <laughs> oh, what's that? Your mayor smokes crack? Oh, that's great. <laughs> Ours works with fucking terrorists. Yeah. There's some scandals don't get reported. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm just I'm waiting to hear more about what's what all the things that Rob Ford did trying to stop the crack stuff from coming out. <laughs> That's what I'm interested in. But yeah, so you can't see you know what? I don't know why you'd want to see uh the bare naked ladies at this point anyway. No Stephen Page in the band. Yeah. You just wanna go see Ed? You don't want to go just see Ed and that ginger guy. The bass and, player? And the bald dude playing drums, right? And the keyboard. That's guy. not really the bare naked ladies anymore. You don't care about that. Steve Page has his own project going on right now. Yeah, and you don't care about that either. I don't. And no one should. And no one should go and see it. No one should go and see it. I don't care. You know what? I'm kind of saying right now that I don't care about the artistic merits of Steve Page. Okay. I want him to be in The Bare Naked Ladies. You know what? I don't even care about that. (laughs) Because The Bare Naked Ladies aren't good. 
They're all right. They had a couple good they songs. They were good for one week. They were... <laughs> they were... They were... <laughs> Damn it. You beat me to it. I was, I was trying to think of something for lovers in a dangerous time, but I couldn't fucking do it. And you caught me off guard with the one week. But one thing I don't like about the Bare Naked Ladies, they did the theme song for the Big Bang Theory. Yes. And in it, they say, uh, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool. That's not what they say. They do say that. And it's factually wrong because autotrophs are species that produce their own food, i.e. plants and algae and such. Plants don't drool, unless we're talking about the drooling salvia, which we're not. Brant, look up the lyrics to the Big Bang Theory theme song. Yeah, do it right now. All right. We're going to talk about... Do it now. Do it now. While, while we're on the topic of theme songs, we'll talk about other theme songs while he does that. Okay, and I will a sing idea. a piece from my favorite theme song of all time, which is, of course, the theme song from... Um, I'm going to remember the name of the show. <laughs> well, whatever it is, <laughs> don't sing too much, because then we're going to have to pay copyright. You know, the one with Alan uh, Thicke, with the Seaver family. Oh, uh, uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Show me that smile again. Don't waste another minute on your crying. So we we just looked up the lyrics for the Big Bang Theory theme song, and I was correct. The autotrophs began to drool. Dude, we got to pay royalties. Stop. You're out again. You're out. You're out. You're out. This whole damn system's out of order. Uh, there you go. Hello. So you're right. It doesn't I sound. Right. It yeah. doesn't sound like that. It but doesn't. also, I hate that show. So you know what? Well, I used to watch it. My fiance yeah, still watches it. I so. used to watch it. I watched it for one season. They tricked me. They had me tricked. They're like, hey, it's a show <laughs> oh, about Chuck nerds. Oh, Laurie, you're a sly hey, motherfucker. It's a show about nerds with comic book references. Oh, oh, oh let's wait. check. Oh, wait. No, it's still just two and a half men. Still just two and a half men with comic book references. You're not going to get me that easy, Chuck Laurie. You might get the stupid comic book fans, but you're not getting me. Fair enough. I see the yeah, strings. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the show. Because it's not a good show. Yeah. It's not a well... It's not a well-written show. Like, there's no jokes. I, I can't... Oh, I no. haven't heard one joke in that show in a, at least three seasons. Wow. But Blossom's on it now. <laughs> Blossom's oh, back. Whoa! It's like, how nostalgic can a show be when it starts like, no, get, we're actually going to cast actors f- that you're nostalgic about. Yeah. We're, we already have Johnny Galecki from Roseanne here. We're going to get and Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne. Yeah, exactly. We've already been playing this strategy for a while. Welcome, Blossom. Guess what? Just around the corner, DJ Tanner. And Clarissa's going to explain it all. (laughs) She's going to explain what happened to her career. (laughs) And then Joey will show up for some reason. Which Joey? Joey Lawrence or Joey from Friends? Joey Lawrence. Either one of them. They were basically the same character. I was just about to say, Brent just popped up, Melissa and Joey. I know, because Joey Lawrence is on a show with Melissa Joan Hart with right Clarissa. now. Clarissa. Yeah. 
And it's it's one of those shows that's like it's basically like an only syndicated show. Like it's a cable sitcom, but it's on one of those cable networks that no one watches. Straight right. to Netflix. Oh, is it? I imagine. Or it's, or it's on oh, like oh, it's, Stars. It's on or it's on Stars or it, like it's uh, on ABC Family. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's what I'm Spark. saying. It's on ABC Family. Is that different from ABC Spark? It's like Disney Kids. It's like a more Disney version of ABC. ABC wow. Family is like there's a continuum of Disney and uh and uh ABC's part in there. Like mm-hmm. Disney's at one end of it. Right. And like uh movies where people get murdered are at the other end of it. And ABC's somewhere in the middle. ABC Family's a little closer to Disney and then then you got the Disney Channel. You know, you got all, you got all the little steps in the I see. Right? You got to target everyone. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. A- ABC Family is kind of an interesting example because it was originally the Family Channel. You remember that, right? Family oh, Channel? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I and forgot all about yeah, the Family it, Channel. Then, then it was Fox Family for a while. The the thing is, like, there's something in the shows, or there's something in there's some rule that says like you can you can sell this network, but from here on forever, the the name of the network must have Family in it. So that's really? why that's why it was a family channel. Then it was Fox Family. Then it was ABC Family. There's probably some other shit in there. I'm forgetting. Interesting. Which makes it there's a real weird cognitive dissonance going on when you're watching a show on ABC Family and there's like curse words in it. And like, yeah, totally. And like you know, tasteful nudity. <laughs> if you ask me, all nudity is tasteful, except when it isn't. Oh, it's all tasteful. I, I had I had a meal yesterday that was not all that much better than uh, my lunch yesterday was scotch eggs. Ugh. I eat it like you know once what? a year. I have scotch eggs. Okay, that's that's all right. If that, and uh, scotch eggs for anyone listening, who, uh, uh, most of you don't know what scotch eggs are. If we happen to have a a, a listener in England, they might know. For sure. scotch eggs are hard boiled eggs that are wrapped in spiced pork. Then breaded and deep fried. Mm-hmm. Served with mango chutney at my local retail establishment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I drink it with a Newcastle brown ale and I smile a big smile. And then I die just a little bit. <laughs> Your heart gets a little more congealed. And then 15 minutes later, I poop. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which you know is the sign of something that you shouldn't have eaten. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but then you wait a year. And you're like, and hey, you scotch eggs. Then, hey, <laughs> hey, this cycle continues. Mango chutney, that that mitigates the disaster, right? No. It helps. It, it eases the fire a little bit. You know, at the Minnesota State Fair, you can get scotch eggs on a stick. Well. Interesting. Let's um, go to Minnesota. Tell me, I'd li- now tell me which, which location, is it in Minneapolis that hosts the Minnesota State Fair? I imagine. Uh, actually, it's in uh, it's in Falcon Heights, Minnesota. It, what is that? Is that a, a suburb of Minneapolis? I I don't know. Your internet's too slow. Your internet's too slow. You're a towel. Um, it's it's actually in Ramsey County. Ramsey County. Ramsette County. No, Ramsey. Ram- Ramsey like, County. Like the chef. Oh, of course, Gordon Ramsay, Ramsey County. That's where he's from. Does Gordon Ramsay go Gordon, there and yell a little, at people? A little known fact is that Gordon Ramsay is actually from Minnesota. Really, it's all it's all been a lengthy affectation. So he's, he's not that's British just an at all. Accent that he's doing. He he okay, he started he's like Bob Dylan. He started in Minnesota, and then he's right. like, I'm gonna be a different person. I'm not gonna be this guy from Minnesota. I'm gonna be a British chef now, and he became a British chef. He got a show in huh. England about being a British chef, 
and now he's back in his home country, still maintaining his role as a British chef. And serving deep-fried butter. Yeah, well, did he actually do that? Texas State Fair well, did deep-fried butter. Well, I just imagine people in Minnesota just eat deep-fried butter. The Texas State Fair really did do deep-fried butter. Oh, that's such a disgusting thought. Yeah, I know, it's horrifying. Like, yeah, Gordon Ramsay, he, uh, he, so he crafted the Scotch Egg on a Stick in his home county back in Minnesota. And, uh, Scotch Egg I could get behind because, I mean, fucking A, Scotch Eggs. But sure. Deep-fried butter, man. Deep-fried butter, deep-fried ice got cream. Deep-fried ice cream. Deep-fried Oreos, Snickers bars. <sighs> Why do you got to deep-fry everything? I just, it's I just mean, like, things are good by themselves. You don't need to dip them in oil. Is, this just, is this just like a, like a side effect of capitalism? Like, <laughs> it's just like, excess is required. <laughs> how, the only way, uh, how could I enjoy ice cream more? What if we deep-fry it? Oh, that must make it better because it's more excessive. Just like, uh, push it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. It's, I, I, that's really what it is, and it's just like, oh, hey, we thought, like, how, how, how much negativity is there towards, like, how much, uh, just like, we don't think anything of these people, like, how little do, do companies think of you, of people, when they're like, uh, whatever, <laughs> we'll just fucking deep fry it, and then they'll lick it up, yeah. and then they're right. And they're right. Sometimes. Sell it for cheap. Some of these, Done. Oh. Sell it for cheap, deep fry. I'm out. See you Friday. See you Monday. Not only or that, Friday. but if you deep fry it and then sell it, the people won't have enough energy left to try and get you to stop selling it. Deep yeah. fried pizza? We got a pizza wrapped in some pancakes, <laughs> dumped in a chili, all wrapped in dough and deep fried. Oh, you forgot the batter. You gotta get the batter on there. Yeah, you gotta. So you got a nice golden golden crest on that pizza. And then for dipping sauce, just plain oil. <laughs> just, just like the that most gar- thick, oh. like the thickest, coldest oil you can just pick up with your pizza and just lube down your throat. That's essentially what Papa John's includes with their pizzas. Is it? Just like you open lube. up a Papa John's box and it's like it's got a little like a uh, pepper there and like a little thing and it's just like it's just full Lord. of oil. it's just full of oil like old cold oil with like preservatives in it Ugh. it's just yeah no thing papa I would john's rather, yeah. papa john's better ingredients better pizza i'm just going to leave it there <laughs> except oh wait except they won't tell you what those ingredients are <laughs> yeah they just say they're better some of them are better don't go to papa john's I actually want to try Papa John's. I wouldn't bother. No. Well, pretty much every pizza joint is in the business of just trying to make it just palatable enough to take your money. Like, you know, like, it's not cool. Like, any mass-produced food is, like, it's hard. Oh, yeah. It's hard to believe that they're giving you something that's not horrible for you most of the time. That's why it's best. Panago's pretty good, though. Oh, yeah. There's some places that I definitely like. Panago, I'm usually satisfied. I don't think I like their sauce that much. No, it, it's a little more expensive, but Panago is... It's super Panago expensive. is one of the few places that is actually worth the extra money. I had like it last the, week. The, the 222 standard in Winnipeg is... I mean, 222 does the job. Yeah. It's cheap. Well, it varies from location to location. There's nowhere as cheap that's as good as it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And even places that are a little more expensive aren't as good as it, generally. It's a, it's a pretty... It's a safe, generally pretty safe bet. It's a solid six, but it's a really solid six. Yeah, it's a consistent yeah. six. 
I just keep thinking about that Brooklyn Nine Nine episode when Joe uh, <laughs> when Joe Latrubio was testing the pizza. Uh, the pizza taste test solves the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I that's the only episode I watched of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I enjoyed show. the shit out of it. It's a fun show. I like it a lot. And I like the idea of Andy Samberg and Joe Latruglio as a duo. Absolutely. The the cast is great. <laughs> Chelsea Peretti is great. In the second episode, uh, Artemis, from, uh, Artemis is oh, in nice. it as a psychic. <laughs> Brought sweet. in by Chelsea Peretti, of course. Of course. Uh, Does Chelsea Peretti uh, dig at her the whole time that she's there? No, no. Chelsea Peretti is is totally into it. Like, oh, she, really? It's her friend that she brings in to help Charles. Oh, boy. Like, Charles, you need to see this psychic to help you. <laughs> so it's pretty good. And I'm a big fan of Andre Brower, who's the captain. Totally. Yeah. What was he, what was he in? He looks familiar. He was in Homicide: Life on the Street in the in the '90s. Okay, and then he was on a show called Men of a Certain Age, with uh, with Ray Romano, and then I think hmm. he had a show of his own um, called like oh, I don't remember what it was like. He was a cop or something like someone's missing. Or oh, I see. We'll call it missing or Gonzo or somebody's. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> what the series. The yeah, that's why I got canceled. It was WTF something something the series. No one liked dot it. com. Dot com. Uh, I'm a little scared about going to Florida. I'm going to Florida. Uh, past with past guest uh, Mark Legace. We're going down to Orlando for a week. Fun. And I'm looking forward to relaxing, but I'm a little afraid that if I go to Disney World and I see Mickey Mouse and I get excited, I get overcome with childish joy. I come at him. I come running at him with a hug. What if he stands his ground? Well, I don't know, because you know? they're, I mean, all the mascots there are obviously armed, but. <laughs> it, Can he operate a gun with those big fat fingers? Well, they have like those big comically sized Holy guns that go bang. Do. Yeah. I mean, well, there's just, there's so many people with concealed weapons licenses, you know, Mickey Mouse is packing. Absolutely. But I don't think they would bring it out just because they see some, you know, some 30 something. Running towards him with arms open. I'm not open, a thirty something. I'm thirty. Let's be very clear. Thirty something year old. Thirty something is something you say about someone who and is like, well over thirty. When someone is thirty nine, <laughs> you say thirty something, and it's complimentary. When someone is thirty, and you say thirty something, <laughs> you're you're like, hey man, life's rough. You should right. probably take it easy. Yeah, totally. So uh, anyway, but yeah, Mickey Mouse seeing like a thirty something running <laughs> at him with open arms. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna he's gonna pull. What if there's like a Hispanic guy next to me? Okay. Oh shit. Let's I just never say of that. let's say, okay, hypothetical. Let's say the one middle class black guy in America is at Disney World the same time as me. And we're walking near each other. I mean, I'm not gonna walk too close to him, but you know, right. like we're in the same vicinity. I get excited. I start running towards Mickey Mouse. He sees a black guy in his peripheral vision. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm in danger of a stand-your-ground situation, right? I mean... Yeah, I guess so. How, how, how much distance How much distance do I have? I mean, I, I like black people, but how much distance do I have to keep away? Like, do I have to stay away from them while I'm in Florida in order to make sure that I'm safe? That's really I mean, what I, I mean. I think it's a safe bet to, you know, keep your distance, <laughs> but... I mean, I don't know. That's that's a tough question. But Mickey Mouse is definitely packing. Absolutely. Like they all are. They've oh, yeah. got to be. 
Pluto, Goofy, Pluto, Minnie, yeah. Pete. I mean Pluto. I mean Pluto. I mean he's been treated like a bitch his whole life. I That's mean true. he's the, he's well, a he dog a, he who gets bossed around by a mouse. <laughs> so you know he's got a fucking shotgun or something in there. Absolutely. He's huge. He's bigger than Mickey, and he's the mouse's bitch. It makes no sense that Pluto doesn't just like Pluto, grab him you know by what? the neck and give him the old death. Pluto shoot. doesn't have a gun. Mickey's got a fucking arsenal. That's how he's That's keeping true. Pluto yeah. in check. Yeah, you, that that makes sense. That's how he's keeping Minnie in check too. That guy's a sadistic fuck. Well, don't count Minnie out. She has weapons too. Sure, sure. But in the back room, she's getting locked down by Mickey and getting taken charge of. You know, right? Like a, a small little panic room or something. For sure. That's true. So I'm a little worried about so, getting shot. Yeah, just keep your distance from black people, and uh, you might want to bring a concealed weapon. I mean, I'm not gonna con- I'm not gonna say go for it, but it might be something you want to think about. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll have to make sure it's I got very like a, sharp. I got like a couple of hours in Fargo before I fly to uh, to hit some pawn shops and uh, find some uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find a grenade. Oh, yeah. Grenade, maybe a claymore. Did I tell you the story about my, my dad's grenade story ever? I think you did, but okay. let's tell it again. Quick recap, anyway. When I, uh, I don't think you told it on the podcast. No? Okay. Uh, when my dad was a kid, let's say it was probably the late 60s at this point, and uh, my dad's granddad was in World War II, and uh, he brought back some souvenirs from the war like you do because when you go over and fight a bunch of other people and a lot of people die uh you know you you want to you want to remember you want to commemorate that <laughs> you want to have some uh, oh hey remember that time yeah uh my anyway. grandpa was in the inglorious bastards yeah i got five nazi scalps that's pretty cool yeah but I'm not you Jewish, ra- though. You rarely wear them. No. Well, I mean, you don't want to wear those all the time. Well, I mean, I guess they're You're old. You're going to be like, look they're at f- my Nazi scalps. Yeah, they're a family heirloom at this point. Yeah. I mean, you're getting them framed, though, right? Like, you don't wear them um, anymore. Like, they're was, in the process of being mounted? I was thinking of putting them in, like, a like a glass case. I was thinking of encasing them. Oh. Are you going to mount them on skulls? <laughs> nah. They don't that'd, deserve that. It'd be a hell of a They're display Nazis. case. It'd be a great display case. They are <laughs> Nazis, though. They, they, you know, yeah. Movember really the uh, the mustache that I ended up with in Movember made made most most made me think of Aldo the Apache. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going for, and it, it made me think like nice. I lost. I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I got that mustache going. I'm like, yeah, I could grow the Aldo mustache. I could do it. It made me feel good. Totally. But uh, uh, where was I? Yes, the uh, so my grand, grand great granddad brings back uh, a couple of hand grenades from uh, after the Second World War. Now we're pretty sure that these things have probably been deactivated already because not a right. lot of people brought home just like live shit <laughs> from Europe. But uh, I guess there was some concern sometime in the '60s about uh, about war trophies that were potentially dangerous. So my dad, being like a 10 to 12-year-old boy, hears about this and uh, thinks, oh, well, we better find out, we better make sure that these grenades that we have aren't a problem. (laughs) In the most hilariously inappropriate way possible, I'm guessing. Hey, it couldn't Uh, possibly be an issue that we have these grenades upstairs, but I'll just put them in my pockets 
and walk <laughs> down to the RCMP station and ask them what to do with them. So dad does exactly that. He puts the grenades in his pockets <laughs> and he walks to the cop shop and he walks in, basically walks up to like the desk for the police and pulls these two grenades out of his pocket <laughs> and he just got holds up like these hands full of grenades. He's like, hey, so, uh, so what should we do with these? Are these dangerous? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, is this a problem? I've got these grenades. Oh, man. And uh, they sent him home. <laughs> uh, hey, little boy. Um, get out of here. Man, their receptionist's those. life must have flashed before his or her eyes. <gasps> as soon as they saw that grenade, just those grenades just... I'm what? not even a police officer. What, <laughs> yeah. What's happening? My life is changed. I feel like I'm in danger. I'm one day from retirement. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Uh, uh, and then, so the army, I don't even know where did the army show up from when they show up in Swan River. I don't know. Because there's no hmm. army base anywhere That's near Swan That's a good question. Oh, so the I don't, army came. But that, the, <laughs> the end of the story is like, the RCMP send dad home. And then at some point later, I'm not sure how long it takes, the army came to dad's house. Wow. And uh, they had like a flatbed truck with just like a giant box, like a steel, like a six inch thick steel box on the back of a flatbed truck that they just like opened and set the grenades into. <laughs> like these will be safe here in the steel box. And that's the grenade story. It's a good story. I like it. I like that story. It's, I'm a fan. And I'm afraid Absolutely. of the police in Florida will have... The police in Florida have grenades. Oh, they... Absolutely. See, in Florida, they just would have taken the grenades and be like, yeah, all right, we'll add these to our collection that we use on people all the time. Or pulled the pin, shove it down your throat, and run away. And be like, he was resisting arrest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he blew up in your lobby. Hey, we've... We, the cam well, the camera was broken. His head exploded <laughs> from anger, Okay. He was frustrated. He was resisting arrest. <laughs> he was drunk and very surly, and his head exploded from surliness. That's why his head exploded. Yeah. And the 30 people that also died as a result of that explosion, <laughs> it was because of the guy's head. I didn't know he had so many metal plates in his head. And it was a very large blast radius. Yeah. I'm actually surprised a human could do that. Yeah, I mean, sure, it was consistent with an M39 fragmentation grenade. Right. But but it was a gr an explosion of frustration, certainly. Yeah. Did I mention that the cameras were not functioning? <laughs> the camera just wasn't... It, I don't know what happened. The, the, things go haywire sometimes, <laughs> you know, right? I mean, technology, <laughs> am I right? Technology's the worst. <laughs> it's fucking... It's, That's a bold stand to take. I know. Uh, while I'm recording all of this <laughs> on technology... Hey, internet, with technology. fuck technology, right? Let's just go back to like the, the good old days. Like, uh, you know... We all drove Audis. Back in our tin can days when we were, you oh. know, conversing with the tin cans. The that was a good can. setup we had back then. Yeah. But, you know, technology moves forward and tin cans are useless now. Hey, Brett, come out of the crow's nest. Your treehouse isn't your house. Yeah, yeah. What's that we're going to take away your tin can. Huh. Next episode of Fuck Medium Fuck you, Clever, Dad! <laughs> coming to a semaphore station near you. <laughs> semaphore? Did you say semaphore? Yeah, yeah. Just making sure that you're a really funny guy right there. <laughs> Good work with the semaphore. Oh. Nice drop. Word up. 
communication by flags. Smoke signals, perhaps? Yes. Smoke sig- signals are coming back in a big way. Yeah? I don't, uh, probably. I don't know. You got, you got nowhere to go with that? I know. Jason, Mom- Jason Momoa's into, into smoke signals. Yeah? Yeah. He's the worst, though, because he's bad. He's not good at what he does. Here's my, my main beef is like, hey, look, basically what it appears to be to me when I look at Hollywood and I see someone like Jason Momoa, I think, oh, so if you're big enough, you don't actually have to be good at anything to get jobs. Like, Absolutely. Like if you're really just like really big and semi-attractive, you don't have to even be good because it's just like no one else is that big. Yeah, that's exactly how Hollywood works. Look at Vin Diesel. He's not even that big. Like Jason Momoa, he's, he's Jason big. Momoa, he gets for years right now. Jason Momoa is going to get to pay get get paid millions of dollars saying yes to whatever The Rock said no to. Like yeah, fair enough. The Rock said no. Jason Momoa gets a million dollars. The Rock said no. Sleeping Jason up. Momoa gets a million dollars. There is literally no one else to play giant, big, muscled guy. Like, That's the true. other guys are even worse actors than Jason Momoa. <laughs> Jason Momoa couldn't convincingly play Cal Drogo, and Cal Drogo said nothing. He what? communicated in grunts and fucks, and he, he couldn't do it. He was a grunt fuckler. <laughs> I didn't even bother with Conan. Was he Conan? Jason Momoa is the new, was the new Conan. Oh, shit. The failed Conan. I see. And I, I never saw it. So, so I thought, hey, then we wanted to see Jason Momoa anymore because he failed as Conan because we don't need those movies. Nope. And then they're like, nope, he's going to be in Batman. And you know what? He has the physique to play the Martian Manhunter. And that okay. makes me sad because the Martian Manhunter is a really cool character and I don't want to see it played by Jason Momoa. That's Brett's nerd, nerd news for the day. People are thinking he's going to play Doomsday, which is fucking uh, highly unlikely. I have an opinion about the Martian Manhunter. Surprise, surprise. Doomsday? Yeah. Seems a little far-fetched. He, he kind of looks like Lobo as Drogo, but that's just me saying stuff. I would just... Mm, if we're just going to go down this nerd rabbit hole for a second, I'd say that... Uh, that's as far as my DC knowledge goes. Is that Lobo... Lobo is a far too obscure character to be featuring to be into in a, a movie to enough. feature into a movie that is primarily about Batman and Superman fair enough Lobo's not going to be in it likely there are there are other movies Lobo could be in but I, yeah it seems most li- and it doesn't seem likely for Doomsday because why would Doomsday be in a movie that also has Batman yeah true enough like, like a movie a movie has to be about Batman and Superman or it has to be about Superman and Doomsday but like, there's no room in the Doomsday and Superman story for Batman. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people that are in that story, but Batman's not part of that. No, for sure. And now fucking Apocalypse is going to be the main enemy in X-Men. How is that going to work? How has it always worked? It'll work Apocalypse however it worked in the wins. comics. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, eh? Yeah, I imagine. Because Days of the Future Past? Uh, no. The, the Brian Singer directed X-Men. I thought the new X-Men movie was, was Days of the Future Past. That's the one coming out now, or coming out within the next couple months. Oh. There's another one being uh, greenlighted. 
Oh, boy. And Brian Singer's set to direct. Oh, so. wait. So is Days of the Future Past based on like the... First class. Yeah, okay. So it follows like the so it's part of Magneto the good... and... Yeah. Uh, Xavier and Magneto. Are they going to be different? Like, are... I don't know what their plan is for whatever they're doing. How are those things going no to sense. coexist? Yeah, I have no idea. Sorry, Sean. Sorry. A second ago, did you say Xavier? Yeah, I said Xavier. Okay, just checking. Why? Why? Is that wrong? Isn't it? Professor X? Well, Professor Xavier? Is there three syllables or two? I always said Xavier. I thought it was Xavier. Am I, am I wrong? Okay, if I'm wrong. I could wrong. also... Now you're just shaking my now, constant Yeah, confidence. let's Google this. I mean, this is... Here's what oh, I can shit. tell you. Oh, Here's what I can tell you. I can tell you that the guard who plays for the Los Angeles Lakers pronounces his name Xavier Henry. No, that's fucking But wrong. he's also a French, I think. So well, Xavier. That makes sense because he's wrong. Xavier. I've always yeah. said Xavier. You know what? My roommate's nephew is named Xavier. And they call him Xavier. Yeah. Xavier's. I'm not saying that Xavier isn't right. I'm saying that a lot of people say Xavier. This is this is getting heated. Which kind of makes you sound like you're the egg savior. Um speaking egg of savior. Professor X, um Pete Holmes, have you seen the X Men? Oh yes. I watched all of them this week. I've seen I've seen them all. I didn't like the Iceman as much because it was kind of dumb. Like Ice Because you like Iceman. Iceman's pretty fucking cool. I though. was sitting, honestly, no pun intended. let me tell you how nerdy I was. That one started, and I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's I how was I just was like, too. Iceman is an Omega-level mutant. Yeah. Xavier knows that. Come on. I really like the angel one. Iceman is technically powerful enough to freeze all of the water on Earth. Yeah. Just, just putting that out there. Just, yeah. Iceman is hand. one of the most powerful mutants in the entire Marvel universe. And Xavier's just going to fucking get rid of him? Kick him to the curb. Angel. That makes no Angel. sense. You're a bird. You just made a powerful enemy today. You're a bird. You bird! <laughs> you bird! bird. Uh, oh, so good. Yeah, those are very good. Too bad no one's watching the Pete Holmes show. Uh, yeah, it's really too bad. Because he's a funny dude. I like his monologues. He posts like all of his videos on YouTube. Yeah. Like he has at least 15 minutes of his show on YouTube of every show. And you have to go and watch some more. I just haven't enough time, you know? Yeah. Well, when and, I'm at uh, work and it's break time, I just throw on some Pete Holmes yeah, clips. Yeah, I just I've been too busy going to like cool underground music clubs. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, you know. Like I knew that underground music clubs were a thing. And I knew that they were a thing like on the East Coast and stuff, like it was a cool thing that happened in like Boston and New York and stuff. For sure. But uh, yeah, turns out their under, underground music clubs exist uh, even in a place like Winnipeg. In good old Peg. And so I got to see some like post-punk, like unlicensed club action where there was smoking. Oh. Woo! Like you could actually smoke Ooh, inside? Smoking inside. Oh, shit. Oh, That's underground. Fuck. That's under. That's, that's super That's legit underground, bro. Absolutely. When they're smoking, you know, it's like the government's definitely not involved in this at any stage of the game. And nope. I was like, maybe it's an urban reserve. Then <laughs> 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 it's all legit. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? So, so you're going to get a, 
I don't have anything more to say. Clubs. <laughs> I don't want to say anything incriminating or or, or anything. It was kind of cool. Ex- I don't know. I danced. You would dance. I would. I totally did. Fucking dancer. Danced my dancing ass McGee off. over here. Oh, actually, it was funny because uh, after the bands ended, uh, the, a DJ came on and started playing spinning, and and we were and I was dancing with some people and. Uh, I was getting ready to leave. I was getting tired. And then this song played that I was like, well, I got to dance. And then I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to dance. Oh, yeah. And the song was Crazy Town Butterfly. Oh, <laughs> very nice. I was just like, oh, well, this is a sign, well, right? Yeah, that's definitely And a then sign. I just g- g- gave her. I just went for it. Fucking A. What a terrible song. It's so bad. We have a The history. music video is like infinitely worse, though. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and I don't want to give them any more play. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I they mean, don't we... exist actively, so we're not really helping. We can't help them by talking about them. That's true. So I guess we can talk about them. It's yeah. not like they're going to like have a revival because we talked about them. <laughs> yeah. Not when it's Do just like... Crazy Town's getting back yeah. together? Yeah, so yeah. Nobody. Yeah, NSA and Justin Gordon told me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, nice. I didn't. I mean, I knew that Justin Gorin had some followers on YouTube, but I didn't know he had the power to bring back Crazy Town. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. That's that's uh, that's good good stuff. Well, come on. Well, then, what else can you do, Justin Gorin? Are you going to help us uh, get our uh, get all our groceries delivered by drones? I bet you can't, Sean. But are you going to get your stuff delivered by drones? I sure as hell am. Once I can afford drone drone delivery. So how does that work? Do you have to pay extra for drone? How is it going to work? Brand, do you know no anything idea. about this? I'm yeah. not even, I only know of the concept of drone I, delivery. I, I don't know exactly. I, I think obviously you'll pay extra for it. It'll yeah, probably clearly. only be in certain areas. Like Basically, you'll have to have like a home somewhere for the drone to land. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, fuck, the I FAA know. gets involved. You've got you to gotta construct your own little special helipad on the roof of your house. Just so Amazon can bring you your stuff. That shit adds up. Oh my up. god, then like... Well, you're not going to need a helipad. It'll land anywhere, but... Yeah. Still, yeah. The, the interstate system, everything's going to crumble. No one's going to use cars in the future. No, everyone's just, just going to stay at home, and drones are going to bring them all their corn syrup. I, I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all in favor of this drone delivery <laughs> thing, because, hey, free drones for me. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you get to keep the drones, or do they just, like... Are they, like, carrier, like... You don't messenger get the, pigeons will well, just go back. Theoretically, the drone takes off and leaves after it drops off your stuff. But okay, but you just steal them. If I go on Amazon and order a drone, does a drone bring me a drone, or does oh, a drone just show up and I can keep it? Whoa. You just made me bleed <laughs> out of every orifice of my face. Yeah, man. Just think of five years from now, man. Whole skies covered, blotting out the sun, just drones carrying corn syrup. Far as the eye can It's going to be raining drones. It's going to be raining corn syrup. High fructose drone syrup. Drones will be running on high fructose syrup, guaranteed. Oh, my God. Well, if we figure out a way to power vehicles with high fructose corn syrup. Oh, my God. Let's get on that right now. We can stop finally just... It, hey, there'll be a reason. To, there'll be a, a there will be a reason to stop marketing it as a food. Absolutely, and then people will get sugar, healthy. It does everything. All of a sudden, we'll be eating sugar again. We still eat sugar, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It's sugar, mostly sugar you know, made of corn. In 
like uh, condensed into you know high high sugar syrups. But I mean, there's still sugar kind of in there. Yeah, sure. And uh, there's still kind of a soul in there with a porn star. <laughs> hey, man, porn stars have souls. <laughs> I was just trying to come up with a metaphor. I was trying to come up with a <laughs> with a comparison. I, I got you. I got you. That was the be- that was the closest one I had. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so just uh, yep, yep. So NSA, Justin Gorin, other former guests. Thanks, thanks for listening to uh, Corn Syrup and Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, thank you for <laughs> the uh, very easy poops I've been having. It's the Germanist Monster Energy drink, cheese and fruit. <laughs> Brent Bobby, thanks for mining knobs and switches. You won't be constipated drinking your cheese energy drinks. Or using Grand Canyon. Canyon. Goodbye. Synergy. <laughs>